0: Yeah. Back for another week. My name is Josh DiMatteo here, as always with you. Could say Dennis Schroeder's biggest convertee, Jake Eisenberg.
1: That is big. Um, he played his first good game today, so I'm, I'm on the path, I'm <laughs> on the path to being converted at least a little bit.
0: I, I should I should rephrase then. Soon to be Dennis Schroeder's biggest convertee, and with uh, us as always. Actual convertee, Oklahoma City's biggest new fan, Absolutely. Matt Beatty.
2: I'm all I'm all for this. Definitely, I'm buying the stock. I'm 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 working out what size Giddy jersey I'm going to get. I'm <laughs> trying to come up with a Commonwealth themed backcourt joke for for him and SGA. I'm I'm all in. I'll it's
0: amazing that. what an Aussie prospect will do to Beatty's viewing habits because it's, tell it's, it's, me, it's, tell me, if Giddy wasn't on this team, how many Thunder games are you watching? I, would, I wouldn't
1: be watching them. Come on. Yeah, <laughs> come on. He's completely that. converted. He's like, mate, rookie. rookie. Yeah, yeah. Now, now he's
2: not going to miss one.
1: Yeah. I, I love
2: the Thunder and I love Josh Giddy. Yeah, and like- uh, it's the perfect remedy to another Australian point guard who's not even playing right now, you know what I mean? It so is. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, it just makes me forget about that pain. <laughs> I'd have to oh, check he, does look, he looks bloody good, though, Damn. Josh Giddy. He looks great, man. He looks yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I think he's
1: already hit more threes than Ben, would be my guess.
2: <laughs> yeah, I think I think so. It's probably, probably I don't have the stat on that, but I no. think I've seen them with my own eyes. Yeah. 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 I, I
0: could be pulling this out of thin air here, but to me it seems crazy how often the pre-draft hullabaloo says, oh, this person's too slow, they're too big, they're too this, and it's a, they're never too slow. They're always crafty.
1: Yes, I I think, so. but like, there's always good. You gotta have some reservations for each, and also like the, the negative stuff always gets massively. It's like the vocal, massively vocal minority, overblown. Right? massively overblown. Like there's always gonna be some people saying it, and then all the giddy is are gonna have it plastered all over the internet. Anytime he does anything good, <laughs> when really like ninety percent of what I've read is like, yeah, this guy could be like one of the more elite playmakers in the in the league, man. Yeah, maybe we just all slept on him. He went 6th overall. <laughs> yeah, true, dude, true. yeah. It's not absolutely. really slept on. Yeah.
2: I think um, it's just the size, right? If you're 6'8" and you've got that skill set, well you're sweet, but if you're 6'1", then you're probably not in the NBA. Yeah. It's it's that's <laughs> probably the biggest thing, yeah. right? And obviously he's just one of these point guards where he's just mate, I'm I'm keen. Australian basketball is keen right now. Yeah, he's he, got it he's got a great got
0: feel for it. It's it really is cool seeing him like, boss it out there so early. Well, not boss it, but, you know, flex so early I mean, into his career.
1: Okay, we had decided that we were going to do kitty watch at the end of the episode, yeah. but let's I just finish wish. it off then.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, we brought him up too
2: soon.
1: Yeah, well, look, Yeah, that was your fault, but, you know, that's fine. Right. Career, okay. high,
2: career high today, 19 points against S- the, the Philadelphia 76ers.
1: Stuffing the box score, 19, 8, 7, 4 steals. And this
0: seems like it's going to be... A regular thing, stuffing the box score every every game. He's
2: got a bit of this, a bit of that.
1: Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna have n- numbers in all the categories
2: for sure. I think I think it might have been his first start today as well. I'm, I'm not 100 percent sure on that, but like it's gonna be one of these things where if he gets the run, then this is what we want to see, man. This is yeah. like he just needs the minutes, and obviously this team is gonna be bad, so it's 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 gonna be a bit of a it's gonna he's gonna yeah. cop a lot of L's this year, but like if he can perform well mate thumbs up how good exactly
1: yeah no i think yeah i know in the chat you said they're going to be better than four and 78 which is probably true but i i don't i don't know how many games they're going to win which i think is ultimately a good thing because i I think getting one more pick in the top three yeah because if it it feels like they've been rebuilding for longer than they have for some reason to me at least but really it was like
0: Remember yeah. Chris Paul went there for that yeah. big rebuild year, but they never yeah, they rebuilt because they were just good straight up.
1: Exactly. Cause Chris didn't want to rebuild and they made the playoffs and SGA kind of broke out. Mm. And obviously the year before they had the Westbrook and Paul George. thing. Yeah. So it feels to me like they've been rebuilding for a long time, but that was their first tank season just now, mm. um, the year before they picked up Poku. So one more, one more year. I, I would lo- I would hope that they don't do another, another year after the, after this tanking, uh um, I guess it would depend.
0: Sam Presti is a smart fella. I feel like he's going about this the right way. As soon as he feels like he's got enough talent on the team, I don't feel like he's the Sixers where he's just gonna keep drafting, keep drafting, keep drafting, keep drafting. I feel Hmm. like there is a point, and then he'll start bringing vets in and try and develop these guys, which he semi did with the initial rebuild and Chris Paul.
1: Yeah, look. He's one of the better GMs in the league, I think. So I, I have faith that the and which is awesome news for Kitty if you're there, but like – Yeah, put bloody
2: oath. Exactly. They drafted the Rookie of the Year, so of course he's a good GM. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah.
2: Exactly right. Unless
0: Jock Landau has something to say about it.
1: Oh, my God. Mate, yeah, <laughs> Jock's just flat out
0: getting
2: on the court. Come on
1: now. I, I think it's more likely that we end up doing a, an annual back-to-a-cut trip to Oklahoma than we do to San Antonio <laughs> yeah. um, for Kitty as a person to this Landale. At this point.
0: At, at this point. Don't we'll write
1: it. off Jock just yet.
0: Well, you know what, fellas? This is probably as good a time as any to intro Backdoor Cut's newest and only regular segment moving forward. Rose gold moment of the week. Of course, inspired by Australia's first and only Olympic gold medal in basketball, the rose gold. Rose gold, we won't use the B word. Um, Yeah, we figured. Yeah, things are looking up, Aussie basketball wise. This is about as bright as the future has ever looked for us. So let's celebrate it every week. We'll bring we our Australian. another moment. We're we're Australian, we love Aussie hoops, NBL, go Illawarra.
1: Yeah, we're, winning, Kings. We're,
0: winning, we're, winning,
2: we're winning the league this year, baby. Yeah. <laughs> we're
0: the yeah. So to kick it off, the very first Rose Gold moment of the Week, and who better to be our Rose Gold moment of the Week than Paddy Mills himself, Mr. Rose Gold. Mm-hmm. And nailing his first 10 threes for Brooklyn, I think it was five <laughs> in the first game, five in the second game.
1: Don't know, but NBA record. I mean, look, it would have it would have felt wrong to to not give it to Patty, the inaugural Rose yeah, Gold moment of the week. Definitely, league. definitely. But like, he delivered. We didn't have to shoehorn him in here. No, no, he's he he earned it. NBA record. Uh, I think that he's already endeared himself to the fans of Brooklyn. He just comes out. On opening night, kept them in the game, and yeah,
2: it was it was seven for seven against Milwaukee. That's right, three, three of three in uh, against the Philly. Indians, Philly. There you yeah. go. Yeah. Unfortunately, it cooled down a little bit today mm. against the Hornets. We won't need to go over that box score, but um, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's awesome for us to have an Aussie on a contending team again. I feel like we got a little bit spoiled for a few years there, where it was Delhi on on the Cavs with mm. LeBron and. And Bogan on the, on the Warriors, and then your patty on the Spurs. So we, we were probably a little bit spoiled. And then all of a sudden, that's kind of gone away yeah. again. So it all, it's good to have a, a contender again. on the
1: Celtics, don't forget. Obviously, yeah, a contender. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you never know. Yeah, yeah. Um he, he's he. We haven't heard from Jamesy
2: yet. Is he recovered. No. So the like to, to not get too sidetracked, but yeah. Baines is out for the year apparently. Oh man, that he. Go so he had, he had a really bad injury in Tokyo, yeah. like off the court. Off the court, yeah. And fell. And apparently he's like just out now for the entire oh. NBA season and obviously uncontracted, so... That sucks. Uh, well, yeah, I'm not too sure what will happen. Hopefully his NBA career is, is not, not over all, and yeah. he can get back on the court next season, but uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: I would hope his body of work so far has earned a flyer somewhere
1: after he comes back from this injury. It, it's, I mean, he did not have a good year in Toronto. The Raptors' year was rough. Yeah, yeah it was yeah. rough. Yeah, um, But, you know, I think I think he's, he's definitely got a reputation enough to get... Um, like, you know, one of those training camp slots to to show what he can do for sure. Just hopefully he can recover. That's obviously. Yes, that's absolutely, cause
0: he's, he's yeah, absolutely. Because
1: he's a big boy. Big boy. Patty. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to watch him feel the Kyrie role or Joe Harris sidecar role.
2: Um, oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's so, so much it's, fun. It's so much fun to have Patty on his team and, and to have that local. I guess, local influence. Like I, I mean, I was watching this team a lot last year anyway because yeah. of Durant and, and Harden, but 100%. you're a little bit more invested now.
0: And man, NBA fans, are they can be fickle. They can be pretty forgetful. They, they'll <laughs> be calling for Kyrie's head if Patty just keeps balling out. Like, what do we need that guy for if we've got Patty Mills coming off the bench, who's a killer, is right. happy to be here <laughs> and yeah. gives his all for the team?
1: His ultimate teammate... They're lucky to have him. Should have been a Celtic,
2: Hundred percent. white. Yeah. Absolutely. It's I feel okay. like there's a few teams that should be kicking themselves that they they didn't
1: explore that. Oh, yeah. But yeah, I think they probably did kick the tires. But Patty was like, "No, nah, I'm getting that ring. I'm, I've got, yeah, I've got fair. rose gold fever, baby." That yeah. is
0: fair. That I is was in Tokyo true. with this yeah. man, Kevin, and he said yeah. to come to Brooklyn.
1: That was, oh, and then, you know what? It was worth it because we got that moment of Patty and KD saying like. Dapping up, and yeah, that was good. talking yeah, yeah. shit to Otoka and Tatum. Yeah, the yeah, same. So, okay, I guess it's, it's alright.
0: Anyway, listener, anyway. oh, there it is. Rose Gold moment of the Week, Patty Mills. Mills. Till next week. But yep. for now, for now, I believe Jake has come prepared with a whole bunch of mysteries in which he needs help solving.
1: Okay. Look, you know, you get super excited for the NBA, comes back week. Day one happens, Bucks beat the Nets, Lakers lose to the Warriors. We we get to overreact. just the only information we have. The next day comes out, completely different results. I have no idea what is real or not real. I've got a few um, just random things that have happened that just allude to how insane the first week has been. And then we'll touch on a few topics. But um, Hawks destroy the Mavs, look awesome, and then turn around and lose to the Cavs who were on a back-to-back. Okay, now I know nothing about that's, the that's a bit funny, yeah. Yeah, Knicks win the game of the season, double OT against the Celtics, smack the Magic, and then lose to the Magic, who look like one of the worst teams in the, in the league. Heat destroy the Bucks, then lose to the Pacers, no Carl Larry, but in overtime, Suns lose by 20 to the Nuggets, smash the Lakers, then lose by 30 to Portland, who just lost to the Kings.
0: <laughs> so, so what you're telling me is it's been pretty inconsistent so far, mate.
1: I have no idea what's going. on. Miles Turner had forty points. Yeah,
0: a yeah, game. A that. game after barely scoring. Yeah,
1: hey, in the next game he had four points. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: So I, I feel mean, like we'll get into it, but I feel no, like yeah. um, that's going to be a really big Indianaism this year. Someone just popping off and then the next night doing nothing. Duarte. Yeah.
1: Who's that guy? Yeah. Hey, Josh giddy has got some competition, looks like. I don't know. Yeah.
0: Um, but we should preface that yeah. you you may notice that our part one of our over unders <laughs> extravaganza did go up last week. You would have heard that the Eastern Conference rundown. We yeah. also had a Western Conference preview, which was, frankly, listener, I'm heartbroken because <laughs> it was the best episode we've ever recorded, and you'll never <laughs> you'll never hear it because it's gone. It disappeared. Uh, our recording just somehow got lapsed somewhere in the ether, whole thing, poof, gone, disappeared. So this week, because we don't, we never got to give you that Western Conference special and it was special. (laughs) We'll uh, go through all of the, I guess, over-unders results, where our predictions were for that team, as we call them out. We won't go into it too much because we don't really have the time, but, for record keeping sake, we will let you know.
1: That's right. You know, we want to be held accountable, and I want to get the W when the year comes to the end.
0: <laughs> yeah, we'll see. That's
1: I'm already we... feeling bad about some of mine. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's for sure. All right, so kick it off. Lakers. I know Lakers. We, we, we all kind of had them. Uh, we had Jake and Beatty under, Josh over, but we had... Ian Beatty picking them to make the finals and Josh out in the second round. Yeah. How are we feeling about the Lakers the first round? We knew that after the first week, we knew that the the fit with Westbrook was going to be pretty weird. I do feel like they started to figure it out a little bit today with against the um, Grizzlies towards the end of the game. But it's been a very clunky fit so far and kind of unsurprisingly because... If Westbrook is off the ball, he doesn't really, he's not a good cutter. He's, you know, to quote the great Skip Bayless, Westbrook, and that's a very (laughs) apt name. Um, But today they were doing kind of the Bruce Brown thing where they were playing uh, Westbrook kind of as a semi center, having him set the screen, catch it on the short roll, and then he hit AD, cutting, uh, kicked it to AD. So I think that they started, it looked, Pretty touch and go there for the back end of that game. Looked like they were going to piss it away trying to figure it out. But I do think while it looked really clunky at times that they will figure it out and LeBron's that smart that I'm still not – I'm not willing to turn back on my Lakers to make the finals pick yet. Um, I think that they they have LeBron to figure it all out. So
0: I actually think – see, thank you for bringing this up, Jake, because I actually – I think it's cemented my over-unders prediction in that I put them as over. The line was 52. Yep. I think they, you're right. In the regular season, they will figure out something that gets them ripping off wins left and right. Westbrook will look like he's useful, all that kind of stuff. But like we, I think we've already seen enough to know in the playoffs, this team can be schemed against. And they're old men now. They're not, they can't just like, you know, LeBron's good. He's LeBron. But they—they, they, I don't know if they can go all the way against all the myriad of different ways they can be punished by young, athletic, fit teams. I just don't know. I think they mm. will get bounced still.
1: Yeah, that's fine. Um, Beatty, I know, I know you're a Thunder fan now, but I'm sure there's a special <laughs> place in your heart still for LeBron and the Lakers.
2: My, my, Le, my LeBron 23 jersey is already out of date. He changed numbers on me, so... <laughs> um yeah i'm it's a true. bit I'm a bit worried, but uh, <laughs> like it's an ugly fit man i i, I, when yeah. I say i'm a bit worried like yes it's early it's so early in the season and they're yeah. gonna work it out i i have every confidence that they're gonna work out how to i guess fit Westbrook into this system. i think that's probably the biggest thing right and then it's just like where else can you get offhand like the whole the whole point of Westbrook is hopefully that he's gonna provide some offense to sort of take the pressure off LeBron and AD and particularly if, if one of those guys is missing. Um, yeah. and it's just what, how they stagger, how they, how Vogel wants to try and, I guess, put the right pieces around that. I, it's, it's going to take time. It's just going to take games and, and, and Vogel getting getting actual game reps up and then working out his rotations. So while I'm worried in the sense that it, it's sometimes not the, the most aesthetically pleasing basketball to watch, um, at the same time, yeah, I, I'm still, I'm cautiously optimistic that as long as LeBron's healthy, that they'll be and, and AD like AD is the other one, right? Like he's yeah. he's he's just he's almost unguardable when when he's on. So it's 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 sort of, I guess, getting the most out of Westbrook given that sort of context. And I mean, I don't know. The other thing I'm a bit worried about is that like the rest of the roster kind of sucks. I'm not <laughs> I'm not I'm not high on the rest of the roster. And I like I mean uh, Lamelo. Excuse me, Carmelo. I, I know, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I've just really, I've, I've turned into a, a, a millennial, haven't I? <laughs> feel very TikTok very right now. That
1: was a, no, that's a Zoomer move. Millennials, man, we're uh, old now.
2: Uh, uh, um, yeah, well, Carmelo had like 22 today or something, didn't he? Uh-huh, uh-huh. That's crazy. 28. 28, yeah. sorry, that was AD. Yeah, like that's, yeah. You're not going to get that from, from Carmelo Anthony every night. So it, it, it's sort of where, where are those points going to come from? Like I, I, yeah. that's that's my uh, big biggest issue. I think.
1: I think it's gonna be Monk. He he kind of got took them home a little bit towards the end. Um, big three, big try to the bucket. He's he's that that youthful injection that they need yeah. more than anything else. I'm not sure if he is. I don't know. I don't know how good he is yet because he kind of bounced back from his early career struggles last year with Charlotte. And I mean, he's gonna have. I think he's gonna have every opportunity to earn like a. Sixth man type of role on this team, even be starting at some point. Baysmore does some weird shit out there for a veteran, like to literally the last player of the game. Oh, so dumb. Yeah, if he, he fouled, why? What are you sticking your hand in? So there don't for? don't
2: put your hand in the cookie jar. Yeah, oh my god, absolutely.
1: Yeah, like right. so. I mean, Baysmore's very replaceable. I don't think you know. You'd, if Ariza's not going to, you know, you know your ceiling with Ariza. Monk gives you the highest ceiling with that doubt. Um, and I mean, well, Kendrick yeah. Nunn as well is still, That's still gonna to see. come back, yeah. 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 So those those two guys are pretty important. Austin Reeves has been good too, that rookie. Yeah. Um, which is funny how if
0: they've replaced uh, Caruso with another. Hey, hey, speaking of people they could use.
1: Oh, we're getting Alex there. Caruso, we'll get there. Don't you there. worry. <laughs> they definitely could. Um, mm. But yeah, I'm not, not too worried, to be honest. Uh, I just think it's going to be drama all year. We already had A D and oh, Dwight yeah. fighting on the bench yesterday, which I think it's just like
0: they were teammates before as well, which is weird. They won the league fine. together.
1: Look, D- oh, Dwight's annoying. Every everybody knows Dwight's annoying at this point, right? And I think A D was was that, always... was
0: that NBA seventy five related? Oh No, I think I honestly I think I heard someone No. Did that... did A D make the seventy five?
1: Yes, I think so.
0: I don't think Dwight did. No, Dwight, no, Dwight was Dwight the biggest didn't. snub
1: of the whole list. Dw- Dwight should be in there over AD, no doubt.
0: I'd hope that's not what they're beefing over.
1: I don't, th- I don't ma- think so.
0: Well, I don't... Um, it happened the the day of or the day after the, that announcement. So, cool. interesting.
1: Cool. Yeah. Josh, bring in the TMZ takes on that one. Yeah, yeah. It's the too
2: TMZ for me. Yeah, yeah, I'm staying yeah. away from that one.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, <laughs> I really I really did not engage at the top 75 stuff. No. Like don't have to worry about that. It's whatever. Um, all right. So next team I need some clarity yeah, on. What's
0: the next mystery, mate?
1: I don't. To me, they're not a mystery. The Golden State Warriors. No mystery there.
0: They're bloody good.
1: Well, I mean, I went over 47 and a half. Josh and Beatty under 47 and a half, But I think Josh saves himself because he had them going to the conference finals, whereas... I had them getting bounced in the second, and Beatty has them getting bounced in the first round. Not a Steph Curry believer. Yeah, I
2: it's yeah. That, I think doing the over and unders, I really needed a team to to just not be there to fit the other teams in, and and uh, <laughs> for whatever reason, I've gone with 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 the Dubs, and uh, it's it's one of the, my, my rationale was Clay's not going to be back for a while. Mm. Even once he's back, you know, it's going to be a bit questionable. What version of Clay we get, how good he looks, but yeah, you're right. Ultimately, I've just completely slept on the fact that that Steph Curry's still, you know, one of the best players in 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 the world. So
1: it's unreal.
2: It's um, it's it's yeah, I don't feel good about that bet after not <laughs> e- not even a week. But um, yeah, look, I I, I I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. I suppose mm. the, this version of the Warriors looks good. They look mm. they look I, I want to say better than last. Oh, big time. A couple of the acquisitions they made, like. I didn't want to put too much, too much uh, weight on on Bill. I can never say his name. Bealitsa. but and Otto Porter. But I mean, you got to be straight up. They've been they've been really good so far. Mm-hmm.
0: Bealitsa has fit them like a glove. Yeah. He is yeah. a warriors oh. player. This and is. I also don't think it can be discounted. Like obviously, his personal contributions aren't going to be massive, but he, I'm talking about Andre Iguodala. He's really, really helped organize all those young sophomore, third-year, first-year guys Mm -hmm. that the Warriors have. He's really whipping them into shape while... Because last year it was Draymond. You would have seen him screaming at the kids on the court, run around there, run around there. Now Ig gets to talk to them while Draymond's playing, defending, and the Warriors are all the better for it. They essentially share a mind, those two, I believe.
1: Yeah, so I think this is real... Um, this this is the number one team to watch. Like, I forgot how fun it is to watch the Warriors when they're rolling. You know, Steph went five for 21 and they were still super fun to watch because they, they moved the ball better than anyone else in the league. It's, it's team basketball. And then when Steph is going, I messaged you guys on, on Friday, like I tuned in halfway through the first quarter against the Clippers. Steph's four from four. Everybody, you know, that you know that buzz, it just starts, yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah, oh, is this? Yeah. And then ends of the ends of the quarter, twenty-five points, nine for nine. I've, I w I, I literally get on the bus, get my phone, checks it checks in after a timeout, step back three, pull up three, mid range. I'm like, I've been watching the game for like sixty <laughs> seconds and he's already got three highlights. And and then you check Twitter, it's one of my favorite things to see everybody's um metaphors and analogies yeah. about what it's just like Steph's doing the thing again. It's and there's, there's nothing like it in basketball. And I don't know if he's better than he was during the peak the of their is. powers, but he's he's top two, not top two, top three, top four, without a doubt. And so when you've got a guy like that, and now they've filled out the roster around him, Jordan Poole can be in the running for most improved. Otto Porter, elite are, are just the veterans they didn't have last year. And with the more solid shooting, because Steph is just creating so many opportunities for everybody on this roster. If you can just shoot at a reasonable clip, you're going to put up massive points. And then they had one of the best defenses last year, which is looking like it's carrying over. So, plus Clay to come back. Yeah, I know what an ace in the hole. Like they're already going to be good. It was like, can they hold on? Can they be like 500? And then Clay comes back and boosts them in. But they're like
0: 3-9. Which is all the better for him, because I really would like all. Everything aside, I would really like for Clay to come back and not have to carry the Warriors in that moment so he can kind of ease his way in. Yeah, I I think if we can, before the season's end, get one white hot Clay performance, I will be doing backflips. I'll be over (laughs) the
2: moon. What's the, um, what are your thoughts on a Steph Curry MVP tilt this season?
0: If they're winning, why not? Well, that's
2: so. Yeah, I mean, what do they have to be like a four seed or a, a three? How high up do they have to get to, to really be in that combat? I think he's also. I mean, he won it last year. I think scoring title is yeah. is definitely going to be on the table again. Yeah, I know. Well, what? What? Jokic was four seed last year, three seed, something like that. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Like that, yeah. I feel yeah. like
0: in those cases, though, the narrative is just because he has to do so much for the team. Like Jokic is doing everything. Whereas Steph has a good team. He's just amazing. No, I no, mean, come no, on,
2: dude. Yeah. Like, Steph is... This
0: team no, no, is no,
1: not I, a playoff I, I, team no. without Steph Curry. No. Yeah, they were, even with Steph last well, year, they didn't quite make it. And so, yeah. yeah, no. I think... I get what you're saying. Like Jogic was just the engine. But I think because he was able to get them to the four seed, that was why he was able to get the award. No, Steph MVP is very much on the table. And he's got the, the love of the media. Like, everybody loves Steph. mm So very much on the table.
0: Yeah, a bounce-back season for the Warriors could mean MVP for Steph. Oh,
1: most definitely. Um, Next, a team I was pretty low on relative to expectations, it seems, was the Mavs, the big-collar-chasing-kid Mavs. So when you
0: bring them up here, are we saying, do we think the Mavs' sucking is real, or do we think that they'll come good?
1: I, I think that they've looked pretty bad. Do we think that's real? New coach, couple of new players. Do we think that, you know, new system, is that what's kind of slowing them down right now or do we think this is something that's going to kind of be a problem all year? I think it's going to be a problem all year. I think it's pretty dim. Like, yeah.
0: I know we've we've not always given Rick Carlisle the most glowing praise of every basketball podcast out there, but... um. He's better than Jason Kidd. This isn't working.
1: Well, Jason Kidd's never coached a team to meet or exceed expectations.
0: Yeah, like it's it's looking ugly. Let alone, like, it's just it's ugly on all levels. Yeah, Luke Luca's is kind of doing his thing, sort of. Not even as well. Yeah, as not really so far. Um, but I don't think he's in, he's been put in a position to do that as much this year. He looks overtasked. KP looks awful.
2: Not Go on, not, on baby. Not, yeah, don't want to sugarcoat it. I, well, what, so the line was 48 and a half. Yeah. At, least we, we, at least we all went under. So yeah. I, I think after the first week, we're all feeling okay there. I had them as a five seed though, which um, I'm a bit – I mean, mm-hmm. we literally just talked about the Golden State Warriors who have looked red hot and this team has looked the absolute opposite of red hot, whatever that is. I, I agree with you Josh I think Luca's just got way too much on his plate and I, I just don't think that they've they've got the team around him uh, I, I really don't have any faith in kidd as well in, in, in trying to install some sort of offense to try and to maximize what Luca can do best right and that's I think those those two factors in like how, how do how do they get themselves out of this sort of thing and, and I mean there's there's pieces on the roster but it's it's also just like I don't know if it's it's enough. I it's really all don't. very,
0: very meh. I, I actually think, and I don't know if you guys can relate to me on this, the Mavs roster is filled with players that I think of in my head as they can only play on the Mavs. If you put them <laughs> on any other team, they won't be on that team for very long. But on the Mavs, they'll be there for four years. Guys like mm. Dorian Finney-Smith, who's a half-decent player. There's nothing wrong with him. I don't want to knock him. But <laughs> like he's just such a Mavs player. Dwight Powell. Such a Mavs player. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, not,
2: not entirely. No, <laughs> yeah,
0: <I don't laughs> it might, know. might be a Joshism. But yeah, um, I,
1: I guess I get what you're saying. Do you mean guys that can catch loves? Yeah, or... like they're just
0: they're just very like if you put I don't know again Dorian Finney-Smith as an example on I don't
2: know the Lakers. Yeah, he absolutely he... plays. Absolutely. I think yeah.
1: they would be very happy. To they have would, they would love
2: to have a player. like. I think this is the thing, right? Like, Finney Smith may be a little bit of a bad example but that, I no, think he's actually one of the better That's better kind, of, that's kind but... of
0: exactly what I mean, though. Like, if you put him on the Lakers, he would play and he'd look good and you'd probably remember his name. But on the Mavs, he's just another Mav. Do you get me? <laughs> Hey, so, I, don't, I don't know if I'm gonna be able I, to explain. I just name. don't
2: like offensively, I don't know what they're doing. Like, is it it's just too much Luca ISO and then you're yeah. playing Dwight Powell, who is a is a pretty good sort of lob threat in a pick and roll situation, but at the same time now your spacing is a bit like you've got Chris Taps out there too, and now you've got a seven foot four guard essentially out wide, and then like you try and get looks for him close to the basket, but then like now Dwight Powell's in the way and redundant and then it's like Half the time the offense is just uh oh, there's Luca, there's twelve seconds left in the shot clock, I guess I'll yeah. just ISO again.
1: They're they're desperately missing like a second creator. Like it's yeah. who else can run like like, like Brunson
2: I, I like Brunson, but yeah, they still need more. It's okay. Right? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Like um, oh, they're, they're, And like Brunson is a, he's another one. Under Carlisle, he like fit into the, the scheme perfectly, did his job, he made himself look good, he helped the team, play well, all that kind of stuff. But now you've removed Carlisle and you put in Jason Kidd and you're making Brunson play like backup point guard, not in a system, just typical backup point guard. Yeah, And he doesn't look as good. He, d- he looks like just this guy.
1: No, dude, there's a, there's a very real possibility that Carlisle was like really maximizing the Brunsons, the d- Dorian, mm, Finney Smiths, all these yeah. guys. And then kids come in and doing whatever the fuck he's doing and it's just not going to work. Guys need to be playing the roles that they were last year. Like Cleaver, I think, you know, I don't, I don't think he really fits into your um, kind of Mavs guy. I think that he would be awesome on a lot of teams, like a, a f- power forward, can play a little bit of five, that can defend and stretch the floor. But it's, it's basically Luka. Like who else is going to run, pick and roll and create a shot? Like Brunson's good, but end of shot clock, if he's your second best player, yeah, that can, I guess, hard away. Junior, but like he's he's more of he's not he's not you don't really want him isolating. No, I I don't
2: feel good about that yeah. No,
1: you want him catch catching it off off the the Luca Mm. penetration and stuff like that. We don't want him.
0: Carlisle had him doing like that. That was that was the thing. Everybody move. Luca just needs to jab step or move around there, and you already popped free. And now it's like very, I don't know. It's very Lakers. It's very like let's just get the talented guy to make a play, which I suppose is what Jason Kidd did at the Bucks as well, and it made Giannis a better player, which is kind of what we mentioned last week. If
1: um, Let let me throw something at you mm. that I just thought of in my brain. Um, Let's say come trade deadline, Lakers and Mavs are both... Middling. ...puttering along. Is there a uh, KP for Westbrook trade that makes sense at all or no? Like you need the second creator, which is Westbrook. Obviously, you don't have the shooting with Westbrook. You can play obviously KP and AD together. I don't know. You have to give I him the really. ball so Lebron can hang I, on to it.
2: I don't think that they would. I don't. Ultimately, I don't think that the, the Lakers would have the appetite for it. I I, I just don't really see them giving up on the Westbrook thing. I,
1: mean, I like season. it. I, I like where going you're run. going
2: though. Yeah, I, I think the like thinking is good, going. and I, I think that the fit. Makes sense on on a lot of levels, but yeah, I, I, Paulius is just an enigma for me, and I, I really don't know what what team or environment or what where he would be best placed to to sort of maximize what he can do best. Like I, I don't I don't think it's this team either way. All he does is sh- Shoot offensively threes, now, man. Yeah. yeah. Like, when I, get get him on like the post and like the dude seven like four. I'm not even saying post. Work. Like, dude, just shoot over, guy. Like, can't he just be like KD and just shoot over, dudes? Like, it how does work.
1: that? It doesn't work. He can't I do it. Get I don't it, know why man. he can't do it. Yeah. Why
2: is he getting beat out for rebounds by it's like awful. dudes that are a full foot smaller yeah. than him? Like, yeah, how does
1: ju- that happen? Like, oh, he's a monster. Like, he should be. Th- he should. Yeah, he like physically. Yeah. So big, but plays like he's a two guard.
2: It, it, it's frustrating to watch. And then, yeah. and then he'll go out and have a big game or score like, you know, 28 points or something. Oh and yeah. Like, oh sweet. Okay. I guess yeah, is the number two that Luca needs and then but it'll all that's... be just,
1: it'll just all be, he'll hit shots that game and, yeah, he'll, and he'll decide yeah. that he doesn't, I don't know. I feel like he, he oscillates. He's like, I'm comfortable just being the spot up guy. And then next game, he's like, no, I'm a superstar still. Remember the Knicks, the garden, that was me. I'm that guy. He's probably comes after a Luca bad game. He's like, see, Luka's not not that good.
0: I have a really niche bulls comparison oh, that I could I'm throw shocked. you on KP. KP is 2015, 2016,
2: Nikola Miritich. Oof. No, I mean, see, I, I think Mirotic. like I think that version of Miritich would probably be better for the match. I was gonna say that. <laughs> <moment>. <laughs> oh, maybe, maybe, yeah, Miritich. Maybe. Maybe. Like, at least Miritich isn't trying to pretend to be something that he's not like he, you know, and he was a, he was a pretty good player in his day. Like I didn't he win like a Euro league MVP or like he was was really handy in Europe. So
0: exactly. Like KP would probably go to Europe and win the Euro league MVP too, Mm, but he, he he just parked his ass on the three point line and waited. And it was painfully boring to watch. Very unhelpful most of the time. Yeah. Isn't that- I guess well, to answer your initial question, Jake, I think the Mavs are fake. They are going down in flames. This well, is no, so, over.
1: Yeah, so we think that this oh, real, slow start is real. Real, yeah. I yeah. I, I just
2: worry for Luca. I think it's it's way too much on his plate, and I don't think that he's going to be able to handle it for 82 games plus sure. playoffs.
1: I'm a yeah, well, I, saw, I saw a World Wide Web tweet. There's only three years and $101 million left to... Of- mm. Until he's free of Porzingis, so... <laughs> <laughs> Moving it's,
2: on. It's so, quickly as well, though, with <laughs> yeah. Kidd, right? Like, it's such a weird thing because, like, I feel like Kidd is a, a very well-respected, admired person at that organisation. Obviously played for yeah, them, won a championship weird, with them. Obviously be, there's yeah. some sort of link between him and Cuban, But then at the same time, your star player is is Luka Doncic. I don't know if there's ever any connection between Luka and, and Jason Kidd prior to this season. No. It, it, it just, it's, it's a weird, like, what are you, what's your sort of priorities here? Are you, are you backing your star player or you're, you're backing your bloke that won a championship, you know, 12 years ago or whatever it was. And now as your coach, like, I, like it's, it's, it's weird. I don't know. It make, it doesn't
1: make sense to me. Like Cuban's a great businessman, apparently. And if you were to have seen a business fail multiple times, mm. you can. Chuck another ten million dollars at and maybe yeah. this would be the time that it works. Like nah. Not good. Not good. Alright. Mavs suck is real, apparently. Guess we'll see. The Grizzlies though are second on my most fun team to watch list after the first week. Warriors after the Celtics, of course. Not that it's been that fun to watch them this week, but um Warriors and Grizzlies. Easily my top two favorite teams, and I'm just going to chuck someone on. It's got to be those two. John Morant is just like a highlight reel waiting to happen every every time up and down the court. He's Unbelievable. One of the,
0: one of the big reasons why all three of us went the over on Memphis Grizzlies. They were set at 41. All of us went over. I've predicted the seventh seed, Jake's the eighth seed, Beatty's the ninth seed. We've all got them going out in the first round. Hmm. You know what? They've looked pretty hot. I've been loving watching them play, as you say, Jake. They all play bloody hard. I love like, it. yeah, it's my kind of basketball.
1: It's so good. Uh, Stephen Adams' resurgence. He's back. Uh, <laughs> He's back. He's back, man. He's and setting like, hard
2: screens. I don't know about that, Is dude. He- I was
1: watching. The, I was watching the Clippers game on the and the Grizzlies announcers are like, see. I didn't know this about him. He's not just like this big guy. He can do all this stuff. I'm <laughs> like, yes, let's go. Steven Adam Adams is back. Setting screens, diving loose balls, behind the back passes. I think he's going to
0: love playing for this team.
1: Oh, it's awesome. Because they're like,
0: Stephen, don't even worry about scoring, dude. Forget about it. Throw it away. Forget you even know how to do it. You just to set screens, pull the ball down, block it if it comes near you.
1: And can do that. <laughs> oh, and like Jars, man, his ability to get to the rim is just a start. He's. Just I can't a even. I can't. I'm so. Yeah. It's incredible. He's his athleticism, where he's kind of snaking through, and he just pogo sticks, and he's right at the rim. And if he misses, he's drawn to Stephen Adams is right there for the rebound. Bang, kick out to so the only disappointing part for me so far. I think I'm still waiting for Jaron Jackson to kind of live up to. He's coming. The um, he signed that that max right the 172 million dollar extension. Um, he's he plays. Kind of small. I don't want to say soft, but
0: um, nah, I'm very hot on this one. I think he's coming. He's okay, coming in a big way.
1: It, it hasn't been good, and also he's been injured a lot.
2: Yeah, I think I'm I'm definitely willing to give him a bit of leash. Yeah. I feel like he missed what most of last year. Right? Yes, even his yeah.
0: rookie year. I think he only played half of it.
1: Yeah, I'm just saying in the in the two and a half games that I've seen, I'm like, give me some more. I, I mean, I, I love it in theory. It's a great combo, but yeah, because if you, I, I actually think. Double two having two big men out there is ideal because you want size, but you need to have the right combination of, of skill out there. And triple Jack, triple J, I mean, obviously you can bang threes with the best of them. So, I think it can work for sure. I'm not obviously not willing to white write him off yet. Um, and then Desmond Bain, <sighs> Danny Ainge missed on that one. Trading <laughs> Bain to the to the Mavs, he's awesome. He can second. He's he's the kind of guy that the Mavs need. A guy with size. Who can run some secondary playmaking stuff, run pick and roll, pull up twos, splash from three, defend a couple of positions, just smart, solid, and dynamic at the same time. He's he's really really good. This team how, is fun.
0: How often though do the Grizzlies oh. make these trades for nobodies or te- players that existing teams undervalue, and then they get there and they make them look like they make look the other team look like idiots because like why'd you give us this guy
2: for nothing?
1: Oh. Pretty much every player that they bring they've in They've ever had,
2: yeah. <laughs> I, th- I think that organization's just drafted really well, right? Mm. And, uh, whether it's, you know, at the pointy end in the lottery with, with Jar or it's this sort of supplementary guys on the side where, you know, they've just found a diamond in the rough. You know, Dylan Brooks is... is, is I, mm. th- I think that's he's definitely in that category, right? And he's not even they there have, yet. But and I, yeah, I feel back, like yeah.
0: as much as you have to draft well, you do have to put these draft pl- drafted players in the best position you can to get them to succeed, and I think that's what the Grizzlies do really well. Because it doesn't matter if they draft them, if they trade for them, if they make a free agent signing, whoever they get, whoever lands in Memphis, ends up either leaving immediately or staying and loving it.
2: It's it's just been a it's just been a really good rebuild. I think they have got a good organization. Taylor yeah. Jenkins is a is a promising young coach, I, I mm-hmm. think there's a, just there's everything to like about it. Even the vets on this team, like Kyle, I'm a massive Kyle Anderson fan. Oh, yeah, and he's, he's awesome. So there's just a lot to like about these guys.
1: Oh, yeah. Um, and, but the thing is, I guess, that they – because they've been kind of – they've, I guess, overachieved um, a little bit in the fact that we didn't expect them to probably make the playoffs a couple of times where they have. Um, it's really hard to make the, the, the step from 7-8, especially in the West – 7-8 seed first round exit to be able to getting into that 5-6 range and being able to get to the second round. Like it's really hard to to be a team that gets to the second round and I, I think it needs to come from Triple J. But um, I think this is real just because of Jar. I yeah, mean, I, th-
0: I think that's real. If they yeah. can, as you say, if they can make it that far with just Jar dragging them there, hmm. once Triple J rounds into form, like it's a whole nother kettle of fish.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, hey, leading the league in scoring, John Morant.
0: Yeah, not early,
1: yeah. but um, huge. So- um,
0: watching watching just the the way they play, very very much. Lots of it'd be like pairing KG with
2: Derek Rose. Like it's it's very cool. I I mean the contrast with them, right? Like I think the Lakers is a good contrast because it's. That team is just so old and so slow. I, I mean, mm. I, I, without having the numbers, like they probably play at one of the slowest paces in the league, right? And I it think, feels like that. And I feel like the Grizzlies are like the opposite. They're just young and full of legs and full of energy, and they're going to run up and down. You know, Jar's going to get you in the half court, all the in transition, full court. Like they're just they, they play with this sort of youthful exuberance, which is just uh, it, it's it's a nice change up when you you go from a Lakers game where it's just LeBron sort of walking the ball up. Mm-hmm. Very infectious. All Point right. real.
1: Grizzlies are real. They're going to be... I'm going to watch a shitload of Grizzlies. I, I still wish that Giddy ended up in Memphis, but he went much higher. So I'm glad he's getting paid a lot more. But that would have been fun. Char and Giddy doing their thing together.
0: No, I want the ball in Giddy's hands. He's he's in the best spot. He's going to be a star. Okay.
1: Okay. Okay. That's fine with me. Works for me. Um, that, that is... Those are the West teams I kind of had real or real, not real on. Do you want to just zoom through a couple of the over-unders that we haven't hit from the West? And then yeah, yeah. I've got two Eastern Conference teams that um, have been fun from the first week as well.
0: So absolutely fumming through here. We've got yeah. Utah Jazz, the line was set at 53 and a half. All of us went the over. All of us have predicted them to be the first overall seed. Jake and I reckon they're going to get bounced in the second round. Uh, sorry, Beatty and Jake think they're going to get bounced in the second round. And I think that they're going to be the Warriors' conference finals
2: opponent.
1: I still feel really good about them being the one seat. That would be yeah, my yeah, takeaway. I, think so too. I, I think don't really so have too. that much
2: for the anyway. I, I love the Jazz. I don't need yeah. to. I, I'm a massive fan. I, I just I hope they can get it done in the playoffs this year. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: Lakers, the line Did was them? set at 52. Yep. Yeah, we went. Uh, Jake under, I'm over, Beatty's under. Phoenix, 51 and a half. All of us picked it over. Um, The seeds are Jake picked the second seed, I picked the second seed, Beatty picked the third seed, and Jake and Beatty have them going to the conference finals. Not a terrible pick considering they've played pretty well so far. I thought they have looked pretty good.
1: They looked good. They had a weird... Actually, they haven't looked that good. They lost 20 to the Nuggets and then... By
0: 30 to the Blazers, so um, I'm still got that Lakers game imprinted in my memory. Yeah, yes. of course, smacked them around.
1: Shockingly, the the Nuggets haven't you know made it into the psyche of NBA Twitter, but mm. that's okay.
0: Um, Mavs 48 and a half what the line was set at, we all went under, as we've yep. said. Uh, Warriors, we went through Nuggets, the line was set at 47 and a half, all of us went over. Um, Jake and I have them as the fourth seed, but Beatty has them as the second seed. And we all have them getting bounced in the second round.
2: I, I I, want to be in the universe where it's a Utah-Denver conference finals. I think that, <laughs> that would be fun. I don't think it we're going to see it, but uh, I'm, I'm pulling for it in a way. That would be fun. That'd
0: Dude, be it fun. could do. And we get the – finally, we get the Donovan Mitchell-Jamal Murray battle for the highest possible stakes.
1: Look I- – Give me, give me Jokic, like you know, on the list of guys. If they're on, I'm, I'm stoked about it. Like, oh, absolutely. Yeah, we already had the first, you know, absurd Jokic pass highlight of the year, where he threw it from the corner closest to us to the other corner, and it went past four people's heads, and none of them saw it until it was past them, and it took. I think it was Michael, Michael Porter by a complete surprise. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, It was, it
2: was too good of a pass. He, yeah. he, even Porter wasn't expecting it. He's like, whoa! But <laughs> like, yeah. quickly on on the on the Nuggets, I just think yeah. that if you want to make the comparison to the Mavs, right? I think the Nuggets have, have managed to put the pieces around mm. Jokic. I think Jokic is, is is good enough to drag those guys. And I shouldn't even say drag because dudes like Gordon and dudes like obviously he's out right now. But um, when uh uh comes back, you know that I mean Luca needs that sort of help on his mm-hmm. team because he doesn't have it at the moment.
1: Yeah. Bowl, bowl, obviously. game. <laughs> uh,
2: moving on, we had
0: the LA Clippers. The line was set at 45 and a half. All of us took the under. Jake's got them as the seven seed. Beatty and I both have them as the eighth, and we all have them as play-in exits. Yikes. Yeah, uh-huh. look,
1: it's it's just going to be hard for them to win a lot of games without Paul George going, like, nuclear. Yeah. And- yeah. He he is so far. He's he's averaging thirty five points a game so far, but that's not gonna. That's not really a sustainable.
0: No, particularly when the team's built around this like dual monster of Kawhi and PG on the wings, but only one of them's there right now. Yeah,
1: well, it's the same same as Sixers thing. Like, yeah, they can still be competitive and win some games, um, but if you're gonna have thirty plus million of your salary tied up in nothing. That's a problem.
0: Yeah. Uh, Portland Trailblazers, we had the line at 44.5. Jake took the over, fifth seed, first round exit. I took the under, 10th seed, play-in oh, exit. Jesus. And Beatty took the over, sixth seed, first round exit.
2: You, you're feel like you're the, the outlier there, Josh. Do you want the, to run us through the 10th seed?
0: Yeah I, I don't think the team's going to be the same come season's end. Oh, that's I think right. there's this is
2: a, tra- a trade. Yeah, team. there's
0: there's uh, going to be a trade here.
2: Mate, you come you are TMZ today, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: technically I was TMZ last week on that. Right. <laughs> yeah, right. true,
1: true. So true. 2 weeks in a row you've been TMZ. Yeah, <laughs>
0: Let's see how how long I can keep the streak. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. New Orleans Pelicans just moving on from uh Portland. Yeah. We have the line at 38.5. All of us took the under because Zion honestly doesn't look like he's even going to play this year.
1: Yeah, look, this, I, this is the lock of the year. This is the only one I, you've I been,
2: like. You've been screaming it from the rooftops. Yeah, <laughs> I think yeah, you've please. got it tattooed on the, the sole of your <laughs> of your feet.
1: If you can still find someone that would take your money for under 38 and a half wins, load the boat, take out a loan, money in the bank. Um, the, the West is too good. Um yeah. And, yeah, who knows, man. I saw another thing. Zion got over 300 pounds in the offseason. Like, yeah. Just... Oh, yeah,
0: yeah. I, I did read that he is the current heaviest player in the yeah, NBA. Yeah, bro. More than like, Taco Fall.
1: This is so bad. All of this that's is not one so good thing bad. that's happened.
0: That is so bad. He must love that New Orleans cooking. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's awesome. I'm hungry now. I'm talking about it. Ah, But it's... And, and, dude, you got BI, Beatty. Like, he's bowling. But... It's not enough, is it? No, no. no. But you know, maybe, we, know a, we know this. We know about Ingram. You know, he's um, he's, he's an empty calories kind of guy. You know, get those numbers. Where's the where's the winning impact? There, we're still waiting for that.
0: Maybe a uh, Didi Lazada can come in and save the day. <laughs>
2: uh, I'm not. am not holding my breath. As You're much as I'm all me. about the NBL Next Stars program, I'm not holding my breath.
0: Yeah, and. Well, moving good. on to the next steaming pile of shit, we have the Sacramento Kings and the Lion at thirty six point five. All of us again has taken the under here. Mm.
1: This is an interesting one, hey. Mm. Um, after, after a week, yes, we yes. This is a team where I'm not feeling so good about my under. Um, it's the Kings, Jake. Don't I know don't they do it... this though? They have <laughs> like they have, they have like two or three stretches over all the last few years where they're like, oh. Is this going to be the year they break their <laughs> playoff drought? Um, but dude, this Davion Mitchell kid—oh my god! Yeah, like that's that's no joke. Um, this is this is this, yeah. this is
2: so, uh, what's what's the word? This is like a, a, a hallmark of that Suns team where it was like Bledsoe and Dragic and yeah. IT. Like Isaiah they, Thomas. They've just got guards coming out of the backside, yeah. and yeah, Mitchell is an athletic freak. Oh my god, yeah.
0: he's so good at defending. It's absurd. But outside of these guards. There's really
1: not much to... Hey, Harrison Barnes is good. Rashawn Holmes is good. Tristan Thompson... Is really bad. Plays basketball. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's really bad. Oh, man, um, I watched him watched him today get down low and do like his lumbering <laughs> up and over thing and just clank it. And I was like, oh, I really don't miss that. <laughs> really don't miss that. That was enough <laughs> for me.
0: It's a, a moment of peace. <laughs> you yeah. have seen him do it in purple.
1: Uh, but yeah, so... More optimistic on the Kings than I was a week ago. So that's good for them.
0: Good for them. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, I saw Bagley is having beef. Like why the hell am I still here? Trade me. For yeah. Well, they've got him on the bench. I'd yeah, feel like I that know. too. It's crazy. Um, <laughs> moving on. We have the Minnesota Timberwolves. 35.5 wins was the line. Uh, I, Jake had the over on this, as, lo, as well as Beatty. Um, so more than 35 wins, apparently. But they've got them slated at the 10th seed, both a play and exit. I have them going under 35 wins, 12th seed,
2: and in the lottery. This is um, another one that I, I'm, after a week, I'm I'm getting a bit more keen. I'm a little bit more yeah. interested in what's going on <laughs> over there in Minnesota. I've caught a couple of their games. Oh, well, they've played two games, and they're 2-0 mm-hmm. right now. I I'm I'm here for the Carl Anthony Towns revenge season. Mm-hmm. I'm here for Ann Edwards and him just wrecking the league and bringing the good vibes. I'm here. Watch for him it. watch him monster this yeah.
0: in a typical Timberwolves fashion well, somehow that's, that's and trade for Ben Simmons.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah look, yeah, it's too bad that they have D'Angelo Russell and they didn't have, don't have someone like good that's getting yeah, paid you, that you much. You don't
2: really like D'Angelo, do you? No,
1: he sucks. Dude, come on. Like he he what was he five for fourteen? Granted, he did like. Kind of pull the game out against the Pelicans um, with some clutch buckets at the end there, but no, he's not good. And, I
0: did like yeah. him at the Nets, but I have since backflipped again because I just don't. I don't like any player that can switch off for three months while healthy. He just doesn't feel like playing well. He's Kyrie like, like, that.
1: like super like like. What's a well, real play
0: at least? He's not going to just. He's see good. That. Yeah,
1: he's a good player. Like, from... Oh, fuck. He's a good player relative to other players in the NBA that play point guard, but someone's getting paid the max. Yeah, yeah. um, And what they need, they need defense, and someone who's going to set the table for Anthony Edwards and Karl-Anthony Towns more so than who's going to just jack mid-range jumpers. But anyway, I still like him.
0: Um, Moving on, though, to my concrete lock of the year. 100%. Cement in stone, lock of the year. The San Antonio Spurs. Sportsbet had the line at 29.5, which is simply ridiculous. <laughs> I went the over, of course. Uh, we all did. Jake had them going 13th seed overall, though. Beatty 11th and myself 9th. I had them getting through the play-in into the first round and losing in the first round. Everyone else had the lottery.
1: Yeah, this was just a basic... Low number pick. It was twenty nine and a half, and we're all like, "Oh, the Spurs are good. Like, going to be good enough where they probably crack that, get to thirty wins." And that was basically all. I, I don't think they're going to be great. Yeah, I'm I,
2: still convinced
0: they're going to be half decent.
1: I
2: bet you are. I have no other thoughts on this team. Pretty yeah. much what Jake said. Yeah. I. I mean, I, I guess the, it's interesting. Dejounte's kind of got the keys now, I suppose. Yeah. But aside yeah. from that, whatever.
1: I like. I like. I like Keldon. I. I've seen some Spurs people on Twitter saying, Keldin's "Get rid of that young good, man." Um, and Jock Landell obviously, obviously we're all pulling for Landell, yeah Yeah.
0: Um, then the final two teams in the conference Houston Rockets 25 and a half wins Oklahoma City Thunder 22 and a half wins we all went under on all of them and they are going to be the last two seeds and lottery picks
1: yeah Houston is full of um, pure hoop pure hoopers though <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I tell say you that. <laughs> yeah <laughs> Uh, Maybe
2: I'd need to catch a few more games. I, I wasn't really <laughs> planning. They weren't high on my league pass rankings this year, but if, you, if you're if you telling me that, then man, I'm going to tune in dude, to Jalen Green. Jaylen you know what Green. I will say?
0: My guy, Shangoon is oh, pretty good.
2: He oh, plays oh, well. Uh, uh, did he? Did he? I, I have not paid attention at all to Houston so no, far. No, he, d- so,
0: he, he did. Uh, confirming, he did.
1: He, he is such an old school player. It's really funny. He just wants to literally get down in the post and pump fake and top step it. and pump fake again and... Kevin McHale, you to death, yeah. but.
2: I, I mean, I've got Oklahoma over Houston this year. I'm pulling for Giddy. Uh, this yeah. is the the a thon that I'm hoping that Oklahoma is slightly bad at worse. Worser at tanking than Houston.
1: Yeah, okay, so I, I think it's it's really, it's better if they last.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, what we want is like a 20 game stretch where they go like 500 and Giddy looks awesome. And then, and then they, they, they lose shut,
0: everything. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they shut
1: him down after, towards the end. Um,
0: that would be the best result. He looks so good that Thunder's like, that's enough of that. Yeah. You're, you're sitting the final 20 games. Which
1: kind of sucks that that's like how it goes sometimes, but is what it is. All right. So there you go. That's the, the end of our um, over-under stuff. Um, and oh now, no, God. for the record, um, I've got two teams here that are undefeated: Eastern Conference. Contenders, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm, I'm all right. Okay, Charlotte Hornets with wins against the Pacers, Cavs, and the Brooklyn Nets today. It's Lamelo time. It is. I think. I think
0: our to go back to our over under, which I think we had it at Charlotte Hornets thirty eight point five. We all took the under yes. lottery or playing exit. I think we were all wrong. It could be that Charlotte has had just enough internal improvement that they're a plucky sixth seed.
1: Mm. So I, don't, I, I, I don't know,
0: contenders. Oh, yeah, look. But I, they, they look good. Like, Lamello looks good. Bridges looks good. There's a bunch of good
1: stuff here. What I think might be happening, obviously it's early, as we said, but teams that have continuity and identity, mm. teams that are not having a new coach, the Hornets are doing the same thing they did last year. High paced. Lamelo definitely has more responsibility this time around. Uh, but James Borrego, I think, one of the more underrated coaches in the league.
0: Spurs but, disciple.
1: Yeah, um, you know, yes, they brought in Plumley, but you know, he's Plumley's good, but no, 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 he's good, but like I, I feel like it, that's not a tough integration piece. Yeah, yeah. same with same with Ubre in a way. Um, you know, Lamelo, Miles, Hayward, Rozier, PJ Washington, all those guys are playing. The bulk of the minutes, and they all played together last year. Same coach, same system. And they were good last year. Like, they almost were the fourth seed until, like, they had a, like, oh, that's right, Lamello when Haywood went down. And so, yeah. um, I think we could getting, be getting a case of they're just, they've got their shit together to start one week in. They play the juggernaut Boston Celtics tomorrow. So, um, somehow,
0: it'll be a really good game.
1: I don't know. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I, I don't know how the Celtics are favored in that one, but. Um, are you worried yeah no I mean Charlotte's the hardest team in the league baby I mean uh, you gotta be (laughs) scared very true it's in Charlotte it's a back to back for both teams but um, I mean Lomelo's probably the story right he's looked fucking awesome oh absolutely yeah
2: I I think that's more than anything else for a player to come into a franchise that has always just kind of been this middling organisation you know he's going to be the face of this team for the next decade plus and if 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 it all goes well, he's going to be leading them in, into the playoffs, and 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 they're going to become a, a team that we talk about in a different way. They're not going to be the Charlotte Bobcats of old.
0: And call <laughs> me crazy here, fellas, but yeah. I think there actually is something in NBA players wanting to be the first to win with MJ as their owner, because everyone knows Michael Jordan wants to do something as an owner. He doesn't want to just yeah you know be the shit owner forever. And like it seems like. On this Hornets team, at least they're really buying into the whole MJ is our owner. We need to be play hard, all that kind of stuff.
2: Uh, I mean, I don't know. It depends on if you think that that's that there's extra weight because of that. I, I, I'm not. I don't. I probably don't buy that as much. But like, I, I think they've just got smart people in the right positions and they're making mm. good decisions for the first time in a long time.
1: Yeah, and like you know, little. little I, was Sorry. Say, I was gonna say little additions like Plumley, Ubre, and Ish Smith. Yeah, Our I like players, Smith's Good
2: player. Yeah, and I mean, yeah. they, and on, on the flip side, right? They let uh, Devontae Graham, or they, did they trade him, or did he walk? Either way, like that was kind of. I feel like this time last year, we're having that kind of discussion. Well, they've got Rosier and they've got mm. Devontae and uh, they've just drafted Lamelo. Like, how do you make it all fit? And I think they've mm. probably made the right decision in in who they've chosen chosen to keep and who they've chosen mm. to let go.
1: Yeah, and I do think that Lamelo is a really good fit next to Rosier, because I think if if, if Lamelo was a little less um, team. Pass-oriented, then he could get some Terry Rozier drama potential because I think that that's the kind of guy that he is. In like, he wants to be the guy taking the last shots. I think you probably still want him being one of those guys who who's taking like the step back three for the win because because that's what he does. Um, because I think Lonzo is clearly taking the taking the mantle as the face of the franchise, and um, Terry
0: can play off-ball though.
1: Of course he can, but um, I think. You, you you're going to avoid any. Um, this is my team stuff, which yeah. would be completely ridiculous for someone of Terry Rozier's which, caliber to think. But I think he does which, think which that,
2: which is even interesting considering, obviously, that the bigger biggest free agent acquisition for this team probably ever is is Gordon yeah. Haywood, right? And I mean, this guy is what a, I guess a third fiddle, or a, you know, at, at best, like it's-, it's
1: so funny he left being like I wanted to, a bigger role than I had in Boston, and now he's yeah he's probably fourth. Miles Bridges is now taking the leap
0: too, it looks like. Bridges is still like a fourth option. I think he just got hot to start the season. But um, like yeah, this team, he... I, we, were, we were talking shit about the Mavs just before, saying they yeah. need another ball handler and they need this and they need that, someone that can do secondary this. Yeah, yeah. The Hornets have; they're pre-planned. They've done all these things. They've got multiple ball handlers, multiple shooters, multiple wing defenders, Mm. big men that can pass, that can set screens, rebound, all that kind of stuff.
1: Yeah, they've got a very
0: well-rounded team.
1: Yeah, and yes, like you're paying Hayward too much, and you really need him to stay healthy for you to probably make some noise or anything. Yeah, yeah, but it kind of makes sense with the roster you've got because you've got all these young guys on the, on the cheaper contracts. So you can have this kind of one albatross contract that I think he, he just, he keeps the ball moving. He, he's, a, he's another really good team player and you he's have the guys like, Hornet. yeah, exactly. And you, and you got you have guys like Lamelo and Haywood on the court together. You're going to have, you have the ball's going to be popping. Haywood's never going to be whinging about. He might whinge behind the scenes. You find out later on, but, um, there's no way he's going to be, um, causing any drama from that perspective. I'm not sure why I'm worried about drama all of a sudden in Charlotte. Uh, maybe it's the ball thing. But They they, um, they look
0: like, this team looks like they enjoy playing together. Yeah,
1: though. yeah exactly. Just why I don't know why I keep saying that because, yeah, they look like they all love playing this type of basketball. I think and this note, is like the
2: Eastern Conference uh, Grizzlies. Not as ooh. good at the moment, but like mm. it's the same sort of vibes. Mm.
1: Mm. I like that. Yeah, I think so. Note also
0: that MJ let Malik Monk go to the Lakers when he didn't have to. Um, and I don't know if you guys remember, but MJ and Malik Monk have had a bit of beef through Malik Monk's time at the Hornets. At one point, MJ even smacked him in the head oh, on stop court. It.
1: That was not beef. No, there was
0: a bit of beef. I remember MJ, he, he <laughs> named him. He him. said he, he wasn't professional. He didn't do this. He didn't do that. He's got to get his head screwed on straight. Which is true. Which is true, and they let him go. So the Lakers are really buying low, hoping that he flips into something useful. Hey, he was and a free agent.
1: He decided they, to take the minimum. I'm pretty sure Charlotte and other teams did offer him some some cash, but
0: I don't know how this uh, flipped around to back to the Lakers. But um, what, baby? Yeah, oh come just, on now.
1: I was,
2: I was me- about to say. I mean, we debuted the rose gold. Rose gold. So I didn't know that we had a TMZ Josh segment. This, this, <laughs> this that we were also debuting today.
1: God damn! Yeah. Anyway, uh, well, yeah.
0: Not high on the Lakers.
1: <laughs> I I know, uh, but we're we're all kind of feeling a little shaky about our um, Hornets pick. I had them in the lottery, which that's that's gonna be wrong. Yeah, I think, I think they're
2: going to sneak in or at least be in the play-in, right? They're going to be, yeah. they'll be there. Yeah. Um, Which is, uh, it's a good segue for the, the other ball brother and, and, and mm. sort of oh. uh, probably a team in a similar kind of log jam in the East, right?
1: Mm. Another to that, team, the, the
2: very same log jam in the East, I think.
0: Um, yeah, what a crazy one. Who's the better ball brother?
2: Oof. I mean it's 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 gonna be Lamelo, right? It's going yeah. It is it is I mean, I love Lonzo. I'm a Lonzo yeah. guy. Like if any I would probably buy the Lonzo jersey over the, the Melo jersey, but I, I just I like I like Lonzo's style. <laughs> but yeah, I mean come on man, Lamelo's I think maybe
1: right now probably Lonzo's the better player, but I think that it's quite clear that that are they're almost like
0: out. two sides of the same coin and Lamelo's like this. You know, buzzing around, running everywhere, moving the ball, full of energy. And Lonzo's like the patient, more measured one. But they play a very similar style, just at different paces.
1: Yeah. Well, the, the level of flashiness that, yeah, I'm not, sh- I'm, I'm not sure about that. But I know like the level of flashiness that LaMelo plays with is just on another level.
0: Lonzo's got flash.
1: I know he's got flash, too, oh, yeah. but, like, L- Lamelo, I, is... I, I
2: feel like Lonzo is absolutely capable of playing 100. I mean, this Bulls team runs. This Bulls team oh, yeah. is getting up and down. I mean, it's that aspect of it I, I probably didn't put enough weight on when I was trying to, I guess, appraise them mm. at the start of the year. But, yeah, I mean, it's, it's the biggest difference is, you know, Lamelo can really do it off the dribble himself. Mm. I feel like Lonzo is more of the team-first, set-the-table kind of guy, right? Well,
1: yeah, I think... Yeah, and the, and the and the defense, man. Like yeah. he's he's look. Okay, they beat the Pistons twice and the Pelicans. Yeah, that's let's so. Not, let's, yeah,
2: absolutely.
0: It's true. They did only beat the Pistons twice and the Pelicans, but
1: they almost lost to the Pistons with no Cade Cunningham as well. By the way,
0: also true. But this is a like I'm not gonna. I get like the whole point of this is for us to claim real or fake on an early season trend, but. Yes. Um, bit early for me to jump on this one yeah, um, I, yeah I, but I do think like who would have thought that a unit with Vucevic Paddy Williams Caruso and Lonzo would be a really good defensive lineup
1: well that's what I mean let's see them play a team that has a, a competent offense first
0: yeah I, I think so too because uh, people are getting real hot on that whoa look at these bulls they're winning games and like I've seen them suck for way too long yeah. to jump on that just yet Let's pump the brakes. But it, uh, promising signs. As Beatty said, they're running together. Yeah. They're playing well today. It seems like the chemistry's been found very quickly. Mm. Caruso was a huge ad. Like, oh dude. This guy's oh funny haircut is ruining him. Like he's so good. I if, love he did, if he yeah. had a normal haircut, everyone would be like, Whoa, look at this guy.
1: I think everybody's kinda on the train at this point. And especially when you're seeing the Lakers missing what he brings defensively mm. on the perimeter and the transition stuff. He can both Create the transition and finish the transition. Yeah, so
0: he's very vocal. Like he's already yeah. directing teammates where to go defensively and things like that. Yeah, he's going to be huge.
1: Yeah, so yeah, but but of the teams that I've kind of listed, the Bulls are the only one that have like zero quality opponents. So it, it makes it not you know they beat them, which is good, but it just makes it more difficult to kind of say yeah. whether or not it's real or not. So I'm kind of saying I don't know yet. I guess they're not going to go eighty-two and zero. We'll probably be. <laughs> I guess.
2: I think they. I guess I think they're going to be better than last year, and that's that's probably yeah. all you can ask for, right?
1: Yeah, I think well, they're going to be in the mix for sure.
0: Well, we've been through it ad nauseam, but it is a bit frustrating that um, they've swung so hard for the fence on a team that's never going to make it there. Um, they've like they've really tied up their flexibility. They're all in on all these guys. It's it's a bit funny. I'll the Derosen thing. Yeah, yeah, go on.
1: I was gonna say the DeRozan thing, I think, is was definitely an unnecessary move.
0: Definitely. Like we just didn't need it. This team would be just as good if he wasn't there. I think. Yeah,
1: I really don't think. Yeah. Yeah, um, obviously he's he can do some of the stuff that they're doing well. Like he can finish in transition and yeah, create, of, obviously. Of course,
0: like of that. course. But um, you know, I could have just kept Thad young. Yeah. Um what I will say though is even though they've played well together so far and this is a promising early season trend. If I was to compare the two trends, I actually think Hornets are going to end up above the Bulls
2: come Mm -hmm. season's end.
1: I don't know. That's a good one. Yeah, I, I really don't know. I,
2: I I don't know. I feel like I'm not as low on the DeRozan thing as, as you two. I, I think Fair there is uh, there's something to be said for his experience and and being veteran yeah, yeah, no, and no. absolutely and his ability to get a bucket and his ability to ha- handle the ball and take pressure off the other ball handlers. But I uh, I don't like if if they
0: if they had got him on a reasonable deal, I would be so all for it. I would be doing jumping jacks. But thirty million a year is crazy. is that what you do when you're
1: excited jumping, jumping jacks? jacks?
0: Yes.
2: <laughs> Heaps, Yeah, but look, I, I, I understand what you're saying and it probably doesn't move the needle enough to really get them into no. that next echelon in the East. But at the same time, like, they've got a salary cap, they've got to spend the money, what other free agents were on the market. Like, it's, yeah. you know, it's they've got to make a move, whatever.
0: My only worry is that if it does not go according to plan, then Zach's now. We don't have the flexibility to make him a deal that he would want and <clears> he's free to leave. And I, it think, would I think really you, suck.
1: Yeah. I think you are able to just offer him the max based on his bird rights, but um, he still has to decide to stay. Which does seem like what everybody does these days. So well,
2: I mean, and this is the other side of the coin, right? If if the organization is demonstrating a willingness yeah. to go out and get guys to try and get you help and try and well then maybe you're gonna be more inclined to want to stay as well. Which is true.
1: He, he's, he's never made the playoffs, right? I don't think so. Because obviously that. not with the Timberwolves, yeah. unless he was near that. He wasn't there. That I, year, I think he was already no. gone by yeah. that point. Yeah, yeah. yeah he so, came to
0: the Bulls in the Jimmy Butler trade. Yeah,
1: exa- exactly. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Of course. So, um, yeah. So I hope for him that they make the playoffs. Yeah. I
0: think he'd be a gun in the playoffs. So do I. I, I don't think once you yeah. get him there, he'll he'll take someone's head.
1: Yeah. Yep. 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 Um, well, that those were the those are the I think the standout kind of teams I found from the first week. Um, I had a note here in my phone about um, either Celtics cursed because um, we had Jalen get COVID, Horford get COVID, now Jalen's out with a knee and stuff like that. But let's check back. It's too early to say if a team's cursed or not. What um, are
2: your early thoughts on the new coach? It's probably too early to say, don't you reckon?
1: It's definitely too early to say, but the offense has been... I don't know what they're doing on offense. Um, they've completely changed the defense to what it was across the Brad Stevens era from... Um, to an all-switching defense, and it's led to just... Like, if you you guys saw the, the Knicks game, I'm sure, and in that first overtime, they screwed up the switch with Fournier like three times in a row. He's hit these open threes. Because these guys have been playing the exact same defense for ages now. So that's... I, th- I think th- these... I'm hoping that they're an example of a team that has a lot of changes yep. that are happening that, they can, that they're still figuring out. Um, but they also showed up um, half asleep against the Raptors in the home opener. Um, it's kind of been a problem for the last few years. They just have like random games where they don't try hard enough, um, which is just like not good enough. But um, yeah, too early to tell. I think tomorrow is a good kind of game. Like They don't need to win tomorrow, but if they can like show up and play hard and play well, it would be... Would be good for them. I, just, yeah, I need Jalen and Jason to be healthy. Oh, and Rob, yeah. um, Josh. Time. Your boy Lord.
0: Al. He is going nuts.
1: Your boy Al's back.
0: Oh, and Al. Al's yeah. going he's like, it's as if he never stepped foot out of Boston.
1: I know. Unbelievable. <laughs> he he he's he has been there. hasn't been the best player every night, but he's been consistently the second best player. Yeah. Like he... He is the, the straw that stirs the the drink.
0: My my 2018 MVP, if I'm not wrong.
1: That's right. That's <laughs> right. He's got seven blocks in three games.
0: Yeah, that's my owl. He's back. That's and, and to my point, just now, Time Lord is also playing crazy.
1: He's I mean he's still a bit of a roller coaster, um, but yeah, he was like one of their be- he was their best player on, on after Jalen, I think on in the mixed game. So I guess that makes him for third. But yeah, he's been more consistent. Um, he doesn't – I still don't know if he's looking as athletic as he was last year. I don't know what's going on there. He's um,
0: plenty athletic to me. No, no but dude, I, I understand he was very, very, very athletic.
1: He was in like the Jar Morant tier of athletic feats. So mm-hmm. I, he's put on some weight. I'm just – I think he's adjusting to that new role, all that stuff again. So they're, they're a big weight and C team for me. Um,
0: I'm, I'm still – I've got the confidence. I think it's always going to look ugly now with the coach – changing so much yeah, there's like, a lot of change. to change the the defense to a completely switch defense after years of the same one that's going to take an adjustment but yeah celtics i think do have the personnel to make it work
1: I uh, hope you're right my friend
0: they got a lot of switchy guys i feel like they it do can work
1: i think they have the personnel to actually um execute it it's mm. just um figuring it out yeah all right fellas. well
0: i think that's pretty much all I had to talk about this week.
1: That's it for now.
0: That's it for now. Well, that was Backdoor Cut. My name is Josh Matteo. here as always with Jake Eisenberg and Matt Beatty. And until next week, we'll catch you then. Peace.
2: I love Josh. <laughs>